Hello everyone. Today we are welcoming an absolute icon onto the show. Oh, she completed five years on the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and then moved on to become one of the all-stars. And she's one of the women that girls like myself imagine becoming mm-hmm. an auditioning for this team because of the legacy that she has left. And she also just recently became a mom to the most precious baby boy. So everyone, please welcome Lacey Knight to the Sweetest Honey Podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is so fun. I know. So we were kind of just talking about how um, this is the first time that we've actually like, ever met and like had a conversation. So crazy. I know. It's so weird. Because we've like messaged back and forth on Instagram. Yeah, and you so, truly feel like you know each other. Yeah, yeah, you really do. And I know myself and so many others just love to follow along with your life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm super excited. This, this. is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, okay, so I just want to dive in. Yes. But everyone has said like such great things about you, um, including like your teammates and coaches. And I've always kind of like looked up to you from afar, just watching the show and and stuff. So I want to hear about your experience as a DCC and your favorite memories and all of that. So sweet. Well, thank you for that. Oh my goodness. It's so crazy to think back like on all of it. It's it's weird because it's like one huge memory in a way, but then you break it down and you think about all the little things that you do. And it's really, it's crazy to think about it all. And um, really, I mean, the most special moments, I think, obviously, are performing. Like, all of us, that's what drew us to the team in the first place. And um, I think performing on such a large scale is, like, such an honor and it's so much fun. But then mm-hmm. you think about, you know, all the celebrities you get to encounter yeah. and um, all the fun little moments with, like, your teammates. And I think probably the – first of all, just walking through some of the big moments with performances, like – I think back to my first year, like dancing with Pitbull, like what? Are you kidding (laughs) me? I remember truly like audibly laughing when we were performing because I was like, this is, this is crazy. Am I really doing this? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like those moments that are so surreal. And, um, like Steven Tyler kissed me on the cheek. That was one thing that like, when I was thinking through some of the moments, I was like, why didn't I document that somehow? Why did I wash my cheek? Um, but aside from all that, like, that's all really fun. But I, in, I'm i pretty sure every girl will say this when they talk about their experience on the team. But I think my favorite moments are just, you know, the moments with the girls yeah. and just kind of my story with DCC. So, you know, I made it at a young age and I cheered for five years. My first year was 2014 and then I retired 2019. Um, I know, of (laughs) course. And my first year, you know, you're, you're a rookie and everything's so exciting. And, um, that's when, you know, everything is like as sparkly as it can be. And it's like so much fun. And, um, I, I made show group my first year, which was such an honor. It was so, so great. Um, and you know, you travel so much when you're on show group and that's when I realized like, okay, this is going to be a true sisterhood because Mm -hmm. right off the bat, you know, we were, doing shows and spending so much hours together. And, um, that's, that's probably what sticks out to me the most is like the traveling and the behind the scenes moments, Mm -hmm. like in the locker room. And, um, so then, you know, being on show group, we got to do USO tours and I got to travel and see different countries. So jealous. I know that that, it's kind of like a tease because you're there and you're, you're working and you're, you're getting to do fun things, but you, it's not like you can like, you know, be a tourist. So like now I want to go back to all those places, but, um, 
those moments are so special because you're meeting with, you know, the servicemen and women and you're just like hearing their stories. And that's a huge part about being a DCC too. It's like you right. just interact with so many people and, um, you know, we got to bring them like a piece of home. So that's definitely something that was so fun for me. And then mm. Pro Bowl at the end was like icing on the top of the cake. It was so great getting to meet all the girls from different teams and, you know, represent our team. Um, and then being an all-star, I miss that. I know. I miss it so much. It's like, it was the perfect way for me to ease out of the five years, you know, because it was my world and everything. And so it kind of was like, okay, I'm going to slowly step out of it, Uh still be involved. But also I was able to, you know, like get married and like (laughs) kind of move on a little bit too. So yeah, yeah, that's like a very quick little summary of my years. But I think just the best part of it all is just that sisterhood. It's so sweet. And it like carries on. Like we didn't even cheer together. And I feel like you're one of my sisters. So it's so fun. I think everyone just has that bond. Like we experience this kind of crazy, Mm -hmm. the crazy things that we do. It's, it really does feel like a sorority, like a sisterhood where you can talk to the alumni and you're like, oh Oh my my gosh, you did this. Like, what was it like? Yes it evolves over the years it does it, it evolves and then there's so many things that are like the exact same yeah you know? like, oh, yeah. you like talk to people and you're like y'all still do that oh my gosh <laughs> like you can still do the same dances that you know some of the alumni uh-huh. did years ago so I fun i love it it makes me so happy it's the best and you so your time as an all-star got cut short because you i got pregnant, pregnant. yes yes so i did three it was my third season as an all-star uh-huh. and um yeah, I mean, at the beginning, you know, they asked me, they're like, hey, do you want to be an all-star again? And in the back of my head, I knew that me and my husband, we want to start trying, but, you know, you never know how long it'll take yeah. or, you know, any any of those factors that go into it. So we were like, you know, yeah, just say yes and we'll see how it goes. And mm-hmm. um, so sure enough, it, I got pregnant in July mm-hmm. and, you know, we just like pretty much started everything. And I yeah. was like, okay, let's just ride it out, you know? And I also didn't want to like, I mean, it sounds awful, but you want to wait till after the first trimester right. to even like, you know, talk about it. So I was like, let's just keep on trucking along. And so I did several appearances and performances with, you know, Griffin inside of me. <laughs> and I'm like, that's going to be so cool to tell him. But unfortunately, yeah. I did have to, yeah, I had to call Kelly and Judy and be like, hey, I'm starting to show like, <laughs> I'm pregnant. And I was actually pretty nervous just because like, you know, I didn't want to let anyone down. Yeah. But they were so supportive. I was gonna say, I bet they were so excited oh my gosh. for you. Yes, they were so happy. You move on to that part of your life. Yeah, it was great. And I'll show Griffin like pictures yeah. one day and be like, "Hey, mom was cool." Oh. <laughs> did you do Thunder with him? I was trying to think about that the other day. I don't think I did because the one performance that they did Thunder, I, we were out of town. Okay. I was so sad. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I think it's pretty doing, legendary. Doing the jump split though. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I don't know if I would have. It probably was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, I can't imagine doing that without being pregnant. <laughs> no. Oh, man. So you auditioned, right, out of high school, right? Yes. Okay, so what was that oh my like? Goodness. I'm sure – I just think about myself. I'm like, I would not have been ready for this kind of adventure yeah. right out of high school. So you must have been, like, very mature and confident. I – yeah, I will say I have always been an old soul. And Me too. Yeah, I just <laughs> – I've always gotten that comment, and I always was friends with people older than me, and my mm-hmm. sister is much older than me. So um, growing up, I mean, I, I grew up in the dance world from the age of two, and mm-hmm. I knew that 
when I graduated high school, like I wanted to continue dancing on like, you know, a large scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I thought about the college route and I actually auditioned for the dance team at the college I was going to, which was Dallas Baptist University, because oh, yeah. I wanted to stay local because in the back of my head, I was like, well, I want to do this one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to school there. I made that dance team. And honestly, I was so naive to the DCC world mm-hmm. and what all it entailed. And I thought I would be able to do both. Oh, I don't no. know why. I'm not sure what was going on in my head. And I mean, the reason I even came to know about DCC, I was at a friend's house and she was like, have you watched DCC making the team? And I hadn't. And so we watched an episode and I remember thinking like, I can do that. That looks like a lot of hard work, but I think I can do it. Mm -hmm. And so I really didn't make the decision to audition until like a month before, which gives wow. me hives to think about now. <laughs> I'm like, how was I like not, not preparing? preparing. Yeah. yeah. But I really didn't know a whole lot about it, which I think was kind of a good thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, so I mean, I didn't I, – I wasn't too overwhelmed by the thought of it. And I didn't really tell anybody because I was like, I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't want to make a big fuss about it. I'm just going to – be quiet about it and try out. And my mom still says to this day, like her, one of her most proud moments of me is dropping me off at big old AT&T stadium Mm -hmm. and watching me walk in with like hundreds of just like grown women, you know, like women in their twenties and thirties. And Mm -hmm. there was little Lacey, like (laughs) 18 years old walking in. And it's crazy because I, I really didn't like I wasn't too overwhelmed by it. Like mm-hmm. I just felt such a piece about auditioning. Like mm-hmm. I was like, this is it. I know I'm supposed to, of course I'm very nervous, but yeah. I just felt so strongly about auditioning. And um, like I said, I didn't really tell any my friends cause I didn't want to be like swayed one way or the other. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it was a big decision whether to like go full-time school and like, I mean, right. you, you know, you can do both, but not go like the collegiate dance team route, right. you know? So I auditioned and I made it past the first two rounds. And then I don't think they do this anymore, but when I was on the team at finals, they would do like a team or a a fan vote. Like, so whoever got the most fan votes got like a free pass into training camp. Wow, that's cool. And so they would like, they posted all of us on, you know, their social media and on the website and videos of us dancing. Yeah. So of course then it was out there. Yeah. And so I send it to all of our friends and family and um, I didn't get the most votes, but then it was out there. So <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of support from my friends and family though. And um, I remember being in like my high school classes, like studying for the panel interviews. Like oh, it's wow. so weird. My, my, my mom picked me up early from school, went to the panel interview and again, was so naive to the process, was not prepared. They completely grilled me in the interview, like did not know what I was doing. So scary. (laughs) So scary. And I remember Charlotte like asking me like, hey, give me a current event for today. And the only thing I knew was that the Arlington water that day, like I heard it on the radio, the Arlington water was like at its cleanest or something. And I told them that and they were like, that's your current event. And I was like, yeah, I heard it on the radio on the way from school. And they're like, what school do you go to? And I was like, South Lake High School. <laughs> and they were like, you're in high school. Wow. And so wow. I, I think, you know, right off the bat, they I don't know if that gave me a little grace or what, yeah. but, you know, everything else, I think I at least like brought my A game. Mm-hmm. And so made it into training camp. And, you know, I look back on it all and I'm like, you go girl, because I don't know how I did it all. Yeah. Like it was, it was so nerve wracking being with so many 
you know, amazing women that were older than me, but it also taught me so much. Like it made me grow up a lot. And um, like, I wouldn't have gotten those experiences from college. So I know that, you know, I got so much out of it at such a young age and it made me like who I am today. Right. Um, but it definitely brought its challenges, you know, it was, yeah. it was a lot at that age, but it was so fun and it was such a great rookie year. I had so many girls that like took me under their wing and mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it's crazy to look back on though. Yeah. Like it feels like such an eternity ago that I auditioned, but yeah, yeah I wouldn't change it. I know. I bet that experience was just amazing, especially just right out of high school. Yes. It's such a big audition. It's such a big audition. Huge accomplishment. But yeah. I can kind of relate because I did go to college, but yeah. I left early. I finished, mm -hmm. um, but I left my dance team early to yeah. audition for DCC. And I had no idea what to expect. Like, kind of yeah. like you said, you weren't overly like in tune with what it right. all entailed. So I had a lot of peace about it too mm -hmm. and didn't really get overwhelmed by the process. But the one thing that I did like really notice in love was that um, the women involved were just like so established in their careers yes. and like actually just focused on things that I wanted to be focused on. Whereas in college, like you're in a little bit different headspace there. Yes. And so I like absolutely loved it. And I feel like I grew up a lot too, right. um, but I'm so thankful because I feel feel like it, you know, it really does help you become the woman you want to be oh, yeah. when you have those examples around you all the time. Exactly. I know it's kind of like you're pushed just to like, hey, here we go. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, and that's, again, like you said, it's kind of nice that you're not super aware of everything because then you, you almost don't psych yourself out. Like, yeah. I think I probably would have, you know, yeah. if I knew too much about it. So no, exactly. Yeah. And you learn, you learn how to do interviews. That's for sure. And like, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so helpful. All those different things that you wouldn't do in college, you for know? Sure. Okay, so something else, like Taylor has said this, Jessica has said this to me about you, but they always bring up how you have, like, such a positive demeanor, and I feel like I can see that, like, through social media and just, like, talking to you in person. Yeah. And um, they mention, like, you just really never have a lot of negative things to say. So sweet. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you think, like, you maintain that outlook on life through the good and the hard times? Right. Well, I'm so glad people see that, you know? And, like, <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, anyone that's positive, like you could probably ask them and it's not like it's a constant thing, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm so glad that people see that in me. And I, I do pride myself on being consistent. Like I try not to let, you know, certain situations sway, at least how I come off, yeah. you know, but I would be lying if I didn't say like I was a mess of emotions yeah. internally, internally, you know, yeah. and, mm -hmm. and I think it's just, it is a choice mm -hmm. and that it kind of has to do with part of my testimony, which, yeah. you know, we can get to, but, um, I think it's just whenever you look at certain things that you're stressed about or that are negative, you know, in your mind, usually it's coming from something that is a blessing, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. you, you prayed about whatever that is most mm -hmm. likely. And so all the little things that come with it, it's, it is a blessing, although yeah. it kind of, can cause stress. Like for example, you know, when I was on the team, if I was stressed about something, I like had to change my perspective to be like, right. I prayed to be in this position. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wanted to be on this team so bad. So although, you know, X, Y, and Z is making me stressed or I feel like it's a burden, mm -hmm. it still is a blessing. Mm -hmm. And like, as a mom, like 
gosh, I prayed for that little man. I'm not going to cry. I prayed for that little man so much and he's such a blessing. But of course there's days where I'm like, can you please sleep? Or like, gosh, I'm, I miss being able to do this or that, or, you know, but then you have to change your perspective and be like, I wanted this so bad. And so I think, no, it doesn't take away the hardship or like whatever you're dealing with, but it at least changes like the way you think about it. And I think that that helps me a lot. And like two Bible verses that always come to mind whenever I'm struggling with something, it's funny. It's actually like my husband's life verse and mine, which Mm -hmm. is funny. Like we always say it's our life verse. It's kind of like what we cling to. And, Mm -hmm. um, his is gosh, it's like James one, two through four. And Mm -hmm. like my little summary of it, just like, look at trials and tribulations as like a gift I guess. because I love that verse. Yeah, yeah, because you get it tests you and mm-hmm. you grow in your faith and you grow in your relationship with the Lord. And then mm-hmm. mine is Second Timothy one seven. Mm-hmm. The Lord doesn't give you a spirit of fear or timidity, mm-hmm. but of power of love and of sound mind. Um like some versions say uh, self-control and self-discipline. And, yes. Yeah. And I just think like, you know, whenever I'm starting to feel negative or bogged down. I'm just, I just remind myself like, that's not of the Lord. Like Mm -hmm. that is Satan. And not that, you know, it's easier said than done whenever you're feeling like Mm -hmm. happy go lucky, but at least in those moments I try and be like, okay, this is Satan, Mm -hmm. you know, this isn't truth. So, yeah, but it's, it's a constant battle. Like I, some days I'm really good at it and some days I'm (laughs) I'm not at all, you know, (laughs) it's just part of it. Like that's how life is. Uh huh. Yeah. Such a process of like refinement. I was just thinking about that when you were saying that. And that's such a good advice too, about like shifting your perspective because you have prayed to like be in the position you are. And something I've been praying about lately is like, I want to be a better leader and a better teacher because mm-hmm. I teach dance too. Yes. And, um, there's just like trials that come mm-hmm. when you pray those things because God's going to like expose those areas that yeah, need to be refined. That's true. And so it's like a little humbling, but um, it is good. And you know, you're being made more like Jesus through it. And right. So it's definitely hard though and you I like how you said like it doesn't take away like the challenge right. but it shifts your perspective so that you can look at it in like a growing mindset and yes be more thankful for the blessing and yes stuff. I definitely have those days where I'm not oh good at that yeah yeah and, it, and especially when it's like one thing after another and you're constantly having to remind yourself it, uh-huh. it's hard but yeah. as long as you just you try your best I mean that's all you can do right yeah exactly okay so a question on that topic, but like, what's, what do you think has been one of the biggest challenges yeah. for you that you face and how did you work through that? Yes. Well, I actually am like so thankful that I'm getting to share more of this because I mean, I haven't been given many opportunities in my life to like share my testimony, you know, yeah. unless you're willing to just walk up to people and be like, Hey, <laughs> you want to hear? <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, I wish I was more like that, yeah. but I'm just not that bold. Um, so this is so great for me because you know, I haven't shared it many times, but I'll just kind of, I won't make it the longest thing ever, but, um, yeah, I just feel like more women, you know, should share. Cause I feel like a lot of the time, even if it's not the same testimony, there's a lot of little connections. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, we, we all struggle with similar things. And, um, so mine, my whole story kind of started when I was 13, which is like kind of young for, you know, trials and stuff to happen. But, 
Um, but, you know, I grew up in the dance world and I started dancing when I was two. It was my whole world. Like I was enthralled with it and everything I did in my life really led me to wanting to be like the drill team girl in high school. Like being on the varsity drill team at in my hometown is like the pinnacle. It's like the best thing ever. If you're a dancer, you audition. And so yeah, everything that motivated me was because I wanted to make that team. Mm-hmm. And so I was enrolled in a lot of dance classes at my studio. And um, we had this dance teacher that kind of ran the show. And, um, you know, at that age, you're already seeking approval from like anyone and anything, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're 13 and so much is changing. And, you know, you're dealing with boys and your body and like <laughs> everything is so different. Yes. Um, and I listened to Taylor's podcast and similar to how she was saying that, um, you know, she had a teacher that was bad and that's what made her want to be a good teacher. I had a teacher that wasn't great. And that's kind okay. of what, you know, set me into some of these like hard times, but made me want to be like a good dance teacher to girls today. And, um, so when I was 13, you know, she, she had a way of, you know, wanting us to be really, you know, on top of our game and Mm -hmm. she would line us up in our sports bras and, you know, dance shorts. And she would tell us where we needed to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she would just give us really strict workouts and eating regimens and all these kind of things. And that's just, you know, no way to look at your physical health at any age, mm-hmm. but especially, especially when you're that, that young. young. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and I just really wanted her stamp of approval. I wanted to be at the front of the, you know, dance formations. I wanted to make the dances that I was auditioning for. And, um, you know, I just really wanted to be the best in every category. I was like Mm -hmm. such a perfectionist. I still am. But at that young age, I was like, so all about being the best in dance. And so it just kind of sent me into a tizzy and I, it led me into a really scary eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's something that I had to really come to terms with of being like confident enough to talk about because Mm -hmm. it's like, not, I mean, kind of ashamed of it, I guess you could say when you're, especially when you're younger. And so, and it never started from thinking I was actually, you know, fat or anything. It was Mm -hmm. just wanting that approval. Yeah. And, you know, thankfully, so I was in eighth grade when all this started and I auditioned for the varsity drill team and thankfully I made it. And, um, and I was still trying so hard to just like be the best version of myself, but it wasn't coming from, you know, a place like that the Lord would want. It was just Mm -hmm. like, It was just like searching for approval. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went through this really dark, you know, year of depression and that eating disorder. And it caused me to like lose friendships. And, um, and, you know, I really deteriorated in my dance skills. And so Mm -hmm. I think that was kind of when the final straw happened. Like, you know, as a dancer, you see yourself, you know, getting weaker or, you know, not progressing. And you're like, this is not what I wanted. This is, right. this is the reason the all this happened. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, at church, a lot of churches do this, but at our church, um, they offer like a time of prayer at the end. And they're like, Hey, if you need prayer, come forward and we'll have some people pray with you. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was like a 14 year old. I was like, I need prayer. And yeah. I would just go down. And I remember I one day was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Lord, like this is too much for me. You know, I can't pull myself out of this. I, you know, hopefully not TMI. Like I hadn't had like a period in years. So like my health was really bad. And, 
um, I was like, this is, this is like really affecting like relationships, health, my happiness. Mm -hmm. And so I just like had to give it all up to the Lord. And that's when, you know, he really like pulled me out and like grabbed a hold of my heart. You know, I had accepted him into my heart at a super young age. I was like six. You yeah. Know? And you uh -huh. like remember that moment. It's so like fun. <laughs> and, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm accepting Jesus into my heart. But it's not yeah. until you're having to go through something that you really, you know, have to lean on the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's when your relationship really grows. And, um, and so I went from a place of not even knowing if I could get out of it to, you know, not even being able to look back and be like, like, how did I go through that? You know, like the Lord took me and, and just flipped my circumstances so quick and he delivered me from that so quickly. And, yeah. um, thankfully I was able to then go on and get a lot better in dance. And, you know, I auditioned to be an officer on the drill team mm -hmm. and I made captain my junior and senior year. And, um, and thankfully, like I was able to use that and, and just make it a positive, but, I, sometimes I really feel like the Lord deleted that whole year from my brain because it's wow. like a blur. But yeah. something with a testimony, a lot mm -hmm. of people think like you have to be completely like healed from whatever you're going through or whatever mm -hmm. kind of sent you into that like hard time. But, you know, I think it's an ongoing thing for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the eating disorder, obviously, but just the the like comparison mm -hmm. and like the mind games. You know, I always hear Satan knows what works and like mm -hmm. he's not smart enough to find new things. So once he finds something that works, he's just going to hit you with it every time. Oh, yep. <laughs> and he knows the perfect thing to tell me in my brain to just make me compare yeah. or feel, you know, less than or whatever it may be. Um, so I think, you know, I, I kind of years after going through that, I had to really like, I still didn't want to talk about it, you know, mm -hmm. and because I didn't feel like I was strong enough or had, you know, figured out how to turn off Satan's voice enough right. or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And I had to kind of figure out like if really not long ago, like a couple of years ago, like I didn't have to be completely healed or like through all of it to be able to share it. Like a testimony doesn't have to have a start and finish. Mm -hmm. It can be kind of like still happening. Yeah. I mean, that's how life, like it's not yeah. you know, like a fairy tale where they're like, at the end, and they look happily ever yeah. after, you know, and nothing bad ever happened again. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's just not life. And so I really had to use that to, to kind of get me through some of the hard times, but I still use it, you know? And, um, so I think that's what really tested my faith the most, but it still does. Like yeah. I still deal with the comparison or like, mm -hmm. you know, just Satan's little voices of wanting the approval or mm -hmm. whatever it may be. And so, um, that's kind of my, my main testimony, but I think it's still, you know, yeah. it's like still happening. Like it life is, still yeah. happens. Like I still go through those Moments. tough times. Yeah. yeah. I feel like especially as a mom too, like just oh my goodness. like seeing your body change like that. I've heard so many moms talk about that, like just how shocking it is. Dude, it's crazy. You, yeah, and you're like expect your body to bounce back and then there's just so many other things that are well, happening. And, and like mom guilt, you yeah. know, like mom comparison. It's such it's such a thing. And, and that truly that's when it kind of flared up, you know, if you yeah. will, again. And um, yeah, your body changes so much. And I think like, just with comparison, even with being a mom, I have some friends that postpartum had like the most, most smooth ride mm -hmm. afterwards. Like their baby slept great. Their body healed really quickly. Wow, like, lucky. <laughs> yeah. And my yeah. situation was just not like that. Like I truly, I'm almost six months postpartum and I'm still healing in certain ways yeah, physically. Sure. And so like some people just didn't have a tough labor and mine was pretty tough. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, and Griffin, love him. I would never change anything about him, but he was, he had colic. Mm -hmm. And so for anyone that doesn't know colic, it's literally the definition is a healthy baby that cries for no reason. Oh. And not just like cries, like screams. Oh, wow. And so if he was awake, which was most of the time because he didn't like sleep, he was screaming. screaming. And so Trevor oh, and I gosh. like accumulated about five hours of sleep in the first week mm -hmm. where some people are like, he slept so great the first night, you know? And yeah. so right off the bat, it was hard not to be like, you know, what are we doing wrong? Or like, right. why didn't, why didn't our baby do that? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, comparison, it'll find its way into anything. But yeah, this mom stage, it's like, I have to remind myself, mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, the Lord has you where you are and like in the situation you are for a reason, like you're the exact mom you're supposed to be for him. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's wild. That is wild. I love that you shared that. And I think to your point about like, um, just so many finding similarities and testimonies, especially with girls. Like, yes, that is something I think more than people even know, like girls struggle with. And it is part of like my testimony too. And it's something where, where you said this, I was like, yeah, like I've haven't been as comfortable talking about it. Cause I'm like, I feel like I'm not as through it as yeah. like, I would want to be to like share like, Oh, right. this is how I got through it. But you're so right. Like it's, talking about how God's like redeeming those parts of you so true and like I never I don't think I really had like an eating disorder mm -hmm. necessarily maybe like a little bit but definitely in the way I viewed myself like yeah body dysmorphia we talk about that all the time right. like it takes a toll on you oh, yeah and sure. especially being on DCC yes it's hit me like hard yes. and you're seeing pictures all the time mm -hmm. and like it's kind of crazy. And you, yeah. you kind of think to yourself, like, I should be stronger than this. Like, mm -hmm. why am I letting the devil like sneak his way in? But he's so not sneaky. Like, oh my goodness. No, it's like he hits you where it hurts every time. And so I, that's something that's like a part of my testimony now yes. is yeah. like, God is kind of just working on my heart in the mm -hmm. ways that like I view myself and reminding me of the truth like yeah that we hear all the time but we don't ever process like right. you know that you were created in your mother's womb and like he sees you without a flaw and yeah. he made you exactly the way you are and it's so easy to just blow over that yes but it's like a constant battle yes. like reminding yourself oh my goodness of that truth and something like practical that I heard the other day that I really liked and I feel like it's helped me um a little bit is like thinking of like if you see a picture of yourself as a little girl mm -hmm. and just like how innocent and pure you are, you yeah. know, looking at that little girl, like tell, imagine telling her those things, like mm -hmm. telling her she's not good enough or she's not worthy enough or like she looks like she needs to lose weight. Like, right. whatever. like yeah, would you would never. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you would never. It would break her heart. And like even as a mom, mm -hmm. you would probably never want to say that to your kid. And like you just think about it, like why do I say that to myself? Right. And like, why do I allow that to even come out of my mouth? And like, I would never want anyone else to feel exactly. that way or even my younger self. Yes, I know. And it's, it's so easy to, it, it's crazy because you, you could uplift someone else that's going through it. But when it's like yourself, it's so easy to be so critical and, right. you know, and, and oh, gosh, it really does. And once it's, once it's something in your head, unfortunately it comes up so easily, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, year after year, I had to remind myself like, hey, your worth is not in your image. Mm -hmm. Although it's it's hard, especially, yeah, when you're in a role that 
is so heavily, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you're all in the same uniform and it's like, so it's so easy to compare mm-hmm. bodies specifically, but I mean, it, it, it's something that I truly have to be aware of because it's so easy to let your mind slip to like, and it's like a snowball effect, like one little thought about something. And then it's like, you just spiral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's It's, vicious cycle. It is. And I always think that like, whenever I meet someone, I never think like my first thought is never how they look No, or like, or how they impact you. It's like, Oh, she was so sweet, you know? And it's like, Yeah. I mean, it's crazy too, because like we were saying with just sharing your testimony too, and how you don't have to be completely like solid and like Mm -hmm. how you resolved it. Cause there's probably so many people that are dealing with it. It's almost like refreshing to hear like, Oh, they still are struggling. Like, like -hmm. just because they struggled with it, you know, really heavily a few years ago, they're not like in the clear because like, I mean, again, everyone's going to struggle with self-doubt like throughout your life. Like you're never just going to feel like you're a hundred percent because no one's perfect. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like refreshing to know like, Hey, we're like, even the people that have gotten through it are still dealing with some version of it. Right. I know. I think too, in my story, like I kind of pride myself on like really taking care of my body. Like I Mm -hmm. love to work out. I love to eat healthy and I prioritize that. And like, I try to do it in a healthy way where it's not, you know, becoming my life. Like it's a balance. Yes. But then that almost makes me more frustrated yeah. when, like, I might see a girl who's, like, more thin than I am. We're yeah. just built. They're, like, eating chicken nuggets. And yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. The amount of girls on this team who, not, who just eat the crazy things. And I'm, like, what? Like, why am I, like, yeah. struggling with this? And, like, I work so hard at it. And it's just, like, a constant battle of, like, right. I kind of feel like God's not doing it on purpose. But I feel like it is a test. Yes. To really like filter those thoughts out and like to come to that truth of like you are just not what you look like and yes. that that fades like yes that fades quickly we're right. in our twenties oh yeah it's gonna fade quickly For like sure. yeah and so I'm just reminded of that every day but God is like very gracious in it and He's so gentle with like His reminders and so. I am thankful that it's a part of my testimony because I do know like you and like other, Mm -hmm. so many other girls that it's a part of a lot of people's like struggle. Yeah. And just think of like all, hopefully just more girls, if everyone talked about it, I feel like it wouldn't be such a, like, I got to keep it in the shadows Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. So, but it's hard. It's not something you want to like always talk about and like bring into the light. So it's a, it's a tricky one. For sure. Um, On a different note, I kind of want to talk about like, mentors that you've had Mm -hmm. that have helped guide you in your faith um I think it's huge and I feel like I'm constantly like kind of like you said like an old soul Mm -hmm. I love to learn from people I surround myself with older people my sister's also Mm -hmm. like six years older Mm -hmm. than me and so I really look up to like people who have more life experience right wisdom so tell me about like who that's been in your life. Yes. I know. I'm that type of person too. Like, especially when I was pregnant, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't want to give too much advice. I was like, no, give me all the yeah. advice. I want every little piece of information. But mm-hmm. I think throughout my life, I mean, obviously my parents were so helpful growing up and I'm really thankful that they were so supportive and everything. And especially mm-hmm. when I was going through tough times, like they tried their best to be sensitive and just mm-hmm. lead me to the Lord with everything. And Um, that was a huge help. And then my sister, she's always just been my girl, you know, and (laughs) she gets me better than anybody. So I went to her for a lot, but I think in terms of just like a, 
a role model um, and someone that I just strive to be very similar to is my high school drill team director, Melissa Page. And she's worked with the team. And that was such like when that happened, Mm -hmm. when I helped like connect all that, that was my world's colliding in the best way possible. And Mm -hmm. she's just, she's such a light. Mm -hmm. Like she's been through so much. um, And she, I mean, she lost her son and I can't even imagine that, especially as a mother now, like I truly cannot fathom that. Mm -mm. And she could have so easily just shut down and Mm -hmm. she somehow got brighter. Like she used that and helped others and like her relationship with the Lord. I know. (laughs) Like I got the whole like, like well in my throat happening right now. (laughs) She truly just made the whole situation like Mm -hmm. an opportunity to glorify the lord and i'm like how like Mm -hmm. oh my goodness how do you do that and i think she just she's always been like that and when i was in high school she i was the captain and so you know we just had a really close relationship and a piece of advice she was gave me was no one has like the authority to steal your joy Mm -hmm. like you can't allow anyone to be able to do that like your joy is in the lord and I think that's something that can affect so many areas of your life. Like mm-hmm. if you're just, if you're like, no, the Lord is my joy and he's my purpose and everything like that'll mm-hmm. change so many things. And she was someone that really like encouraged me to, you know, go after my dreams as a DCC. Mm-hmm. And um, she's still so supportive to this day. Like mm-hmm. she, she hasn't even been able to meet Griffin many times, but she loves him like, like he's hers. Aww. And she's just such a great woman. And she's also like, looking like a 20 year old she is beautiful she's so stunning and she just i don't know if it's because she works with like high schoolers all the time but she just her style just keeps updating and she's the cutest thing and she's been in her role for i think it's like over 20 years and she has helped so many high school girls Mm -hmm. and been there for them so she's definitely someone that i look up to you know as Mm -hmm. i get older and i'm a mother and um it started out just as a dancer, but now I'm like, I look up to you as a mom too. So Mm -hmm. she's great. Yeah. And I feel like you kind of emulate those mentors and Mm -hmm. people you want to be. And so do you feel like you try to encourage others kind of in the same way that she does? Yes. Yeah. She's definitely someone that I try to resemble and just my way of teaching. Cause I, Mm -hmm. I do a lot of one-on-one lessons with girls, like private lessons. And then I work with drill teams. Mm -hmm. So um, I've just seen how, successful it is to be like her in terms of like you know just being a positive influence for the girls and i always try when i meet with girls one-on-one to like you know start out the private lesson with just hey update me like how's life you know Mm -hmm. because i think as a high schooler like obviously i was in their shoes and i just remember your world isn't just dance like Mm -hmm. your your brain is like that boy that i like and like oh the catty girl drama and my grades and my mom's making me upset and like all these things so Mm -hmm. yeah melissa page she was really good at just like kind of getting on our level too and Mm -hmm. i feel like that was so helpful to connect with her so i've tried to emulate that with the girls Mm -hmm. that i work with and i just i see it working out better the girls end up dancing better and they like take your criticism better because they don't feel like they're having to like, they just respect you because you know, you're not demanding it, but they just want to respect you that way. So I definitely try and take that from her when I teach. It's like establishing the relationship with them so that they feel more comfortable to like Mm -hmm. mess up and learn. Yeah. Right. No, I love that. It's definitely something I try to do teaching as well. Yes. It's so helpful. Yeah. I do think getting on their level, especially in high school is 
yeah because it's like they have their wall up a yeah. little bit and then they're like oh i can be myself got yeah, it yeah i love it it's so sweet when yeah. you get them to like crack out of the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um okay i want to talk about covid because mm-hmm. it it was a crazy time for yes. so many but you actually had a lot of amazing things happen mm-hmm. during that time so like 2020 to now and um including getting married yes. and having your baby boy mm-hmm. but so first things first we need to hear like how you met your husband and oh, yeah. talk about your engagement story because yes. i remember seeing that before i knew you <sighs> on instagram and i was like oh my gosh i, know. I, like, I want that one of the best days <laughs> oh it's so funny that's another reason that i'm i'm thankful i um auditioned to be vcc because it's kind of how i met trevor my husband oh, wow. so um my rookie year 2014 this is going to be so funny to like unravel, but okay. Um, so he was like talking to one of the girls on the team, which he will deny. He uh. says, quote, quote, they were communicating. And I'm uh. like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I was at her apartment and we were making our costumes for the Halloween, like DC Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And she was FaceTiming him and she was like, I got to tend to my costume, like talk to my friend Lacey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And <laughs> he was like, hey, I'm Trevor. And I think we talked maybe for like four seconds after that and I handed the phone back. And yeah. she, you know, I asked her, I was like, so like, how's it going? Are you all going to date? And she's like, no, I don't think so. You know, we're like, we're just friends, whatever. And I remember <laughs> texting my mom that night and I was like, if she doesn't end up dating him, I'm going to. Because yeah. so he had a very successful like, college football career and he anytime had the opportunity he would talk about his faith Mm -hmm. and you know owe it all to the lord and everything was like just so positive and he was a cutie too and i was like okay (laughs) that's my dream guy and it's so funny but nothing ever happened of it like we just nothing happened and Mm -hmm. we ended up like following each other on instagram and we would like kind of talk to each other every now and then Mm -hmm. and we just kept up with each other for four years because in 2018 we started just talking a little bit more often and I remember like that whole time whenever you know we would we both be dating other people but like we still would just like keep up with each other just like very innocently never really tried to do anything of it you know Mm -hmm. or meet up or anything and then 2018 he was in town for a Cowboys game to watch his friends. I think he was watching friends on the Cardinals team. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, hey, I'm with some buddies. We're at a restaurant called The Ranch. I know you said you live in the Las Colinas area. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the odds you'd meet up? And if you know me, (laughs) I, before a game, this is the night before a game, I don't do anything. Like, I'm just that person that's like, I want to get my ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. I want everything laid out. I want to get my rest and I want to get all my snacks prepared and be good to go. And 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 that's most of us. Yeah. (laughs) I just was like, no, I'm not going to meet you. And he was like, well, we're at the ranch. Like, how far is that from you? I could literally walk to the ranch from my apartment. So I was like, gosh, like, come on, Lace. You know, I had been single for a long time. I was not, I was not a big dater. Like I hated dating. And I was getting to the point though where I was like, okay, you need to give guys a shot. Like you need to like trust the dating process. I just Mm -hmm. was so, just had my guard up all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go for a little while. He was like, well, just drink water. You know, we won't, Mm -hmm. we won't have any drinks. We won't, it'll be great. And so we're sitting down and we ended up talking for hours like just about life and he shared his testimony with me and like it was just 
like he's just a talkative person in general, like very, very, very talkative. And so <laughs> it was so lighthearted and I left there being like, I'm so glad I went, you mm -hmm. know, and, but I still was like, probably nothing's going to happen. Like he's a great guy, but I'm, I just was so focused still. And I right. was like, I don't really want anything to pull my attention, like not getting into it. Um, and then he would like called me a couple months later. He was like, Hey, I'm going to be in town. I'm taking you on a date. And he was just mm. so like forward in a good way, yeah. which I needed. Right. And so we went on more dates. And then in January, we were officially boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> and I was finishing up my, um, my, you know, fifth year and I was about to go to Pro Bowl, which I forgot to even touch on, you know, earlier, oh, which yeah. was like literally the most amazing experience ever. And so, um, basically I got back from Pro Bowl and I was like, okay, I'm pretty much done. Mm -hmm. You know, like what next? I need to see if this guy I'm talking to is it. Cause I'm not just going to date to date. Like I want to date to marry and I need to see if this is it. So he was playing for, he played in the NFL for like a couple seasons and had back surgery. And so he was playing for this league called the AAF. They're not yeah. even around anymore, but okay. like, it was basically it was like, like a, a, yeah, it was like a, in my mind, like a minor leagues of, yeah, you know, right. pro football. So, mm -hmm. um, he was in Arizona and this is so unlike me, but I was like, I'm booking a ticket. I'm going, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go meet him. I'm going to go meet up with him. And yeah, <laughs> so not me. And I was like, I just need to see, like, I need to have conversations with him about like my morals with dating. And like, I need to like talk to him about where this is going. And just like, I needed that time. Cause we had been long distance. And so, mm -hmm. um, I went there and like, we had the best conversations. I met his mom and I left there being like, he's it like yeah. this is it wow. I know that's it awesome. and so like fast forward um so we're in like 2019 at this point fast forward to December he proposed and mm -hmm. that was like just the sweetest way of doing it he's so thoughtful and he planned this whole basically like Christmas themed mm -hmm. proposal because I am like a Christmas elf and I love Christmas so much <laughs> And he that's got like so all of our friends and family in on it and had like a videographer and just made it so intentional. And it was so centered around God mm -hmm. too, which meant so much to me. And he had like all of our friends and family, like praying with us during mm -hmm. it, like it, like different moments added. It, like it was this whole yeah. thing. There's a video of it. There's just like, it's this Everyone whole process. Watch, Cause you will cry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I still cry when I watch it. And it was just so thoughtful and that meant so much to me. And so we got engaged and then 2020 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and so it was March and you know, that's when everything fell through and we were planning to get married in June mm -hmm. and we still really wanted that to be our day. We were okay. like, we don't want to push it off. We weren't living together until we were married. We wanted to start this chapter together. Yeah. yeah. We were like, and it was so hard for me because in March we were like, surely it will be over by mm -hmm. June. Surely. And then April, May, we were like, gosh, this is not yeah. lifting. And so two years later, two years later. <laughs> yeah. And so we were just like, okay, this is going to be so hard, but we're going to minimize the wedding. We're going to make it just wedding party and immediate family. Mm -hmm. And it was so heartbreaking to me. Cause like I was that girl that had the vision board of everything with the wedding, like yeah. everything to a T I would save money from babysitting when I was little and like shove it oh, under my bed for my so wedding. Cute. Like it was, it was my dream to have this like like so, bride wars yes like, okay <laughs> like this grand wedding yeah. and so making it small was like I had a hard time with it I bet it was so sad but 
it really made us get it back to what it's about Mm -hmm. and just like about that covenant together and like making it about the two of us and there were so many special things that came out of it so we got married in my parents backyard which they ended up selling a few months later so i have all this footage and all these pictures of me in my childhood backyard to like document that time and my dad and trevor ended up building the altar that we got married on like there were so many homemade things to the wedding and and we had so many great things like all of our guests said they could just feel you know all the love and like the Lord in it. And it was so mm. quaint and great. And of course there's things that I look back on. And I'm like, oh, I wish we could have done that. Mm. But there's so many things that we wouldn't have even done if it was mm. the big wedding, like all those special moments. Like, yeah, my, my, my husband and my dad built the altar. Like that's, that's so incredible. cool. And yeah, there's that. so many sweet things. And at the end of the day, it was perfect and I wouldn't change it. Um, but I definitely had to like come to terms with that because it was so sad. Yeah. Um, but it was beautiful. And then, yeah, and then we, uh, like a year and a year and a month got pregnant later <laughs> and now Griffin's here. I know so it's been a whirlwind. Wow. I know. So much life change at once, but yeah. like such amazing things and so fun. Probably like couldn't have come at a more perfect time. Like yeah. transitioning out of DCC. We talk about this because it's literally like your world. You yes. know, it's so hard to think about like what's next. Yes. And so having that to look forward yes, to, it just was so helpful. special. Mm-hmm. It's just like moving on to a, like another great part of life. Right. Oh, I right. love it. I just love marriage. I love love. Me I know. Too. It is so great. And I think that's like marriage you hear all the time or you hope to hear all the time, but yeah. you know, it's the best, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so rewarding. And it, I, I'm thankful that our wedding happened how it did because it really did make us just like appreciate each other yeah. so much. And we like started it off so like intimately that way you know it was so sweet yeah i like what you said about like you had to focus on what it's actually about Mm -hmm. which for like every little girl maybe like you do dream of that day and you have Mm -hmm. all these like visions and Mm -hmm. but coming back to like the covenant part Mm -hmm. of it and like what it's actually right meant for it's kind of cool to like break it down and just make it so Mm christ-centered and simple and like having your immediate family and friends there that you know, you might not have had as many interactions or conversations yeah, with so them true. had it been bigger. Right. Like, it's just like really special. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that you can like look back on it. Yes. And, it's like, so special. And... Yeah. there And it took some of just like the stress away too. Yeah. I remember being up at the altar, like so stress-free. Mm-hmm. I was just like so present mm-hmm. because all the embellishments and like worrying about, oh my gosh, how are we going to get to the, you know, reception next? And like what, you know, yeah. all the little things that I know I would have been stressing about right. weren't there. So and it was probably great. saved a lot of money. We did. Exactly. <laughs> there was a, that was a pro to it as well. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So we kind of talked about your wedding, but how did becoming a mom change your life? I know we talked about it a mm-hmm. little bit, but like what's been the biggest joy and the most like surprising thing? Yes. The biggest joy, oh, when that little guy smiles or laughs at me, I just, I melt, I melt. <laughs> and it's so, it's so rewarding seeing, you know, like your husband become a father too mm-hmm. and seeing their little, like their little connection that they have. And mm-hmm. Griffin's a mama's boy. Like he <laughs> truly just loves being with me. Um, but he has a really special connection with Trevor as well. Yeah. So we're, we're working on, you know, me getting out of the house a little bit though, because (laughs) I just want to be with him all the time, but he, that's probably just the best part of it all is, 
is seeing how he's connecting with us now. Whereas in the beginning, you know, they're just like a blob, you know, they just, they don't do much in the beginning stages of being a baby. And now he's learning and it's, it is so great to see him like enjoying life more because when he was so colicky and he had acid reflux, like mm. he just was so upset all the time. So Aww. now he's so happy and he does um, look like a happy baby. Yes, he's so happy. It makes my mama heart so, so happy because he just now he's like learning so much and he's such an aware little guy. Like mm-hmm. he is so observant and I think that's going to be so fun to see yeah. how he grows with oh, that. I love it. What's been like the most surprising thing? Hmm. <sighs> everything yeah probably I think it's probably a shock (laughs) probably everything I think you know you go into wanting to be a mom and you know there's going to be hard things obviously but you don't really know how much of it's going to change and I remember like in the beginning I mean you're so hormonal the first few weeks anyways Mm -hmm. but I remember just bawling because I was I'd look at Trevor and I'd be like I'm almost like mourning our old life you know like I'm mourning how simple it was just to be like, let's get in the car and go on a date, you know? And like, and of course I would never go back, Mm -hmm. but you just, everything changes so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think I, and you're aware of it, but then when you actually are in it and you realize like, oh, it's not so easy just to like make plans or wow, like I'm not getting sleep. I thought I'd get a little (laughs) more sleep than this. Um, Everything's new. Like not only is everything new for me, but everything's new for Griffin, like everything he's seeing and hearing and smelling. So just having like grace for myself and him because just everything was a surprise, you know, as much as you want to be prepared, everything's so different. I know. It's so sweet to think about like them just seeing things for the first time. It's like you're living life through their little eyes. Yes. He discovered his feet last week (laughs) and like he'll like grab them and it's just like he plays with them for hours and just plays with his feet and we're like, cool. All right. Why do we buy toys? If that entertains you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It makes me look forward to that so much. Yes. It's definitely a great stage and oh, it's going to be so fun just to see them grow Mm -hmm. in the next few months. Well, if you ever need a babysitter, oh yeah, I volunteer. I'll take care of <laughs> you guys need a date mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. I just might. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love talking to you. No, it's, it's just, been so fun. It's so fun, and there's such good advice like mixed in there yes. too. And I can't wait for everyone to hear it. No, yeah, I'm so thankful you're doing this. I think it's going to be so great for everyone to hear these, and I'm so thankful I got to do yeah. it. I'm glad everyone got to hear a little bit of your story yes. too, and you know, I just think it like touches people's lives in different ways, right. and. Can't wait to hear like the feedback with that. And yes. Just see how you know. Well, the Lord uses it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's so, so fun. <laughs> and we'll probably have you back. I say that about everyone because everyone's love so to. cool and I'd we could talk it. for a long time, I'm yes. sure. So we will have you back on soon. Yay. And yeah, that's all. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time on the Sweetest Setting Podcast. Bye. <laughs>